I am paying Love Talk Radio. You're on the air. Let's keep it about a little bit as we go through the show, but you know what? I am just um, at awe of the faithfulness of God because there were so many opportunities during the course of this past year for us not to be here, but God said not so. He told the enemy to back up, stay his hand, um, told death to go sit down somewhere because he couldn't have us, Um, told those that would do destructive things to us to sit down. He has just been so incredibly faithful to us to see us into the third day of a new year. And I am just ecstatic and beaming over with joy Um, just at his faithfulness. Seriously, and as always, I I thank and praise God that he not only blessed me and my family to see 2021, but he blessed my sister and her family, my co-host, the beautiful and vivacious Miss Tanya Roberts, to see 2021. And Tam, just knowing that 2020 started off with a scare for you and your husband, but God was faithful and here we are a year later in 2021, giving God the praise. So, hey, how are you, my sister? Oh, man. First, I want to say just for the 2021, I am so grateful for you as just a friend, a sister, a confidant, uh, so many things in my life that you've always been to help my growth process come forth like I can see it now. And let me first say, sis, When I say see now, it's not so much through my eyes, but I can feel it in my soul what God is getting ready to allow to transpire this year in 2021. My word for everybody this year, I've heard people when I went back to work Saturday say, oh, wow, I hope 2021 is a lot better than 2020. And I had to mm-hmm. intervene and say, excuse me, but it must not have been that bad. We've lost some people. Things have happened. It didn't matter what level of income you were on. It happened to a lot of us. But it must not have been too bad because you're sitting here looking at my face talking to me, and you look alive and well right now. And they were like, mm-hmm. I never looked at it like that. So mm-hmm. to say this and to say that, yes. I am grateful. It wasn't just a scare because you're right. That was a three to four month uh, scare um, besides different things, but it's still job promotions, job changes, uh, shifts in the atmosphere, family, still some struggles, ups and downs, but I thank God for it all because I'm still here today. And today, the third day, even was a little rugged. I got up and said, this is how I'm getting ready to start my day, go exercise, and I got sick. And I had to sit down. But thank God, nevertheless, to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. You know, that is, that for me, um, 
I, I've just I've been asking the Lord for a word, you know, for this year. Um, I always, I think it's really important that, you know, if you're tied into um, a house, um, uh, and when I say a house, a church, uh, with spiritual leaders, you want to definitely hear what they're hearing from the Lord um, for not just at the beginning of a new year, but all through the year, because, you know, if, if that is what God has planted you, then you know that they have a word in their mouth for you as well. Um, but for me, I I always petition, or I say, let me say of late, but I haven't always done this, but of the past few years of life, um, in, in a more seasoned atmosphere of my life, I petition God for, Lord, what is your word for me? I know that you have a word for your, your body as a whole, and that's awesome. Um, and, and if you are connected with the Holy Spirit, the word should line up with what the Spirit of God is saying across the land. But I think it's vitally important that we always seek a personal word. Lord, what are you saying for me? What are you saying for my family? What are you saying uh, for this new season of life so that, you know, we can position ourselves in a place um, of authority over what is to come? The, the key that I think so many of us miss is that God has given us power and authority. He said he gave us the keys to the kingdom. Keys represent power. They represent authority. You can get in a locked door if you have the key. That key grants you access to stick it in that lock, turn it, and open that door. And and I believe that at the beginning of the year, um, there are specific keys that God will give us each of us on a personal note so that we can unlock doors that are positioned ahead of us for that year. He will give you a word or words to speak over the upcoming year, to speak on your behalf, to speak on behalf of your family. And it is very vital that you are petitioning God for your personal word. It is it is extremely vital. God had given me um, last month to speak to my pastor about a 40-day prayer challenge. Um, and and I, I'm, I'm the type of, of spiritual daughter that I will go to my leader before I, I present something within the confines of our church, you know, because if he's not on board with it, then it's not going to happen. And so when I talked to him about it, he was just like, make it happen. You know, I mean, it was like no hesitation. And um, I love to start my new year off in, in, in some type of a consecrated state before God of giving myself back to God for the year, getting his, getting his counsel, getting his word, and, and making sure that I'm available to him. This year, because of the pandemic, it just doesn't seem appropriate or feasible to do a shut-in. So, you know, I, I asked God, you know, what would you have? And he laid upon my heart this 40-day prayer challenge. I had done this 40-day prayer challenge with a friend of mine earlier in 2020. She was the one that actually introduced me. It's a blessing for me. It um, just realigned some things within my heart and my prayer life that, you know, it wasn't necessarily new to me but I had not exercised it in some time. And it was like um, a coming home of sorts and an awakening. And then there were some things that it was just like, you know, it put things on your mind to say, oh, okay, so, Father, what would you have me do with this, you know? And um, so, anyway, that being said, um, on January 1st, we started our four-day, 40-day prayer challenge. And so we every night at 7 p.m., um, and study this, the book called Draw the Circle. It has been incredible. Today is um, day three. The first two days have been off the chain just this year, where people are, are pulling out of the stories and the scriptures that align themselves for each day in this book. And I started it off. Um, God had just given me a word of supernatural that, you know, looking to see, this is for me personally. I mean, you guys have to develop what you want um, out of your time with the Lord and what you want to see accomplished in this new year. But for me, when it came to um, the prayer challenge, my 
my challenge was, Lord, I want to see your supernatural hand at work. I want to see the supernatural of God on a regular. I want the things that are normally irregular to be regular, the things that cause people to stand in awe and go, whoa, that really happened to be the norm. And and so I was coming from that perspective of that's that's one of my prayer targets, Lord, I want to see your supernatural hand at work in the lives of your people. So today um, I was just asking God for a word just for for 2021 in general, because after this, I, I have to speak on another call and, and dealing with 2021 and what we're hearing in the spirit realm. And God gave me the word momentum, momentum. And, and it was crystal clear. I heard it so clearly. And I understood it because when I was speaking to um, the prayer team on um, Friday, on on New Year's Day, one of the things that God gave me to say was that, you know, coming out of 2020, we should have such a a fervor for his faithfulness, the fact that we made it, <laughs> okay? Because I, I and I said this a, um, a little while ago, I just finished another broadcast, and I said this, it's like, I don't know of anyone, and it's not like I talk to thousands of people every day because I don't, but in my sphere of influence, I do not know of not one person that has not been affected, either personally with the loss of someone in their immediate family or an acquaintance, the loss of an acquaintance, or knowing someone that they may be close to that lost somebody in their family. I don't know not one person that cannot reach out and touch, so to speak, the pain and sorrow of loss within the past year. And most of it, most of it attributed to COVID. Um, some of it just illness, sickness. Some of it just, hey, it was, you know, old age and the people transitioned or whatever. But everybody, every single body that I know has been affected in 2020 with some sense of physical loss, the loss of a human being. And for me, that says, you know, we're here, and it it speaks volume to the fact of, okay, why am I here, <laughs> okay? It, it is like, okay, you brought me to this point. You did not have to do that. I could be one of those statistics. I could be one of those 336,000 people that died. You know, I could be uh, one of those people that got up that morning, got in their car, and got blindsided by a drunk driver and is no longer here. I could be one of those people that just my heart stopped ticking and I'm no longer here. It's not just about COVID. It's about the fact that God still is saying, breathe. God is still saying, live. And so Amen. because of that, because of that, my word momentum says to me, I've come out of a time in society that society has looked upon as a dark time, that the body of Christ has looked upon as a dark time, a very divided time, a very frightful time for many. Just so many negative adjectives could be utilized in discussing 2020, seriously, all the way around. Yet we are still here. Yet God is still faithful. So the momentum Amen. that he spoke to my heart that I come out of the past year with coming into this new season of life says to me, you know what? We're going to do it bigger and better this year. You know, Amen. God, I'm going to avail myself to you so that you can show up and show out in even a greater magnitude. Okay, I am going to curtail the complaining. I'm going to curtail looking at people crazy. I'm going to curtail all the little pettiness, pettiness that we allow ourselves to entertain in our lives. Uh Uh-uh. Daddy, you have allowed me to still be alive. I don't have time to say small stuff. I don't have time to be petty. I don't have time to, to trip on Amen. what ABC is doing, okay? Because ABC may be doing it one way, but DFG is doing it in a totally different way. But yet and still, we all got to get along as the alphabet. Amen. 
So Amen. It, it, Amen. You know, it, for me, this new year is just, it's an awakening just to be here. It is an awakening just to know, God, God, I love you so much Amen. because of your faithfulness. So that's, that's what I'm feeling about this new year, sis. What are you feeling? Wow, you know, I just thank God every time, sis, that you speak, and I know that you speak under the anointing of God a lot of times. And, you know, um, when you just said a word, and my word, literally, you know, I've been praying this for the last three, four years, you guys, five years. I've seen another birthday. Thank you, Jesus. Um, And just with everything that's going on, still bless me, but... One of my words was I kept hearing the Lord speak to me. And then when I went to work Saturday, because I, I was wound up being blessed to be off that Thursday and Friday, but I pulled in a lot of hours at work the week before. And then I was blessed to be off today. Thank you, Jesus. But one of the words that he spoke to me, my boss said, Tanya, can I give you this word? He said, I wanted to send it to you on New Year's. This is my assistant manager. And he was like, but I didn't, I didn't want to bother you. I say, man, it, you're not bothering me, you know, especially if it's something positive. And, and, and it was the same word God had given me in 2020. Be ye not conformed, but be ye ever transformed by the renewing of your mind. That was one word for me. I'm not speaking for everyone else. I'm speaking for Tanya now because I'm so excited about 2021. And the other one was, Lord, I'm not asking for anything, but you just open up the windows of my heart that you fix the condition of my heart. Because one thing I thought I fought so much against, and that was the love for people, spite of, spite of what I felt people had done to me, you gave me a heart of forgiveness. And to me, that's a gift. And I don't want, I'm like you, sis, I don't want to look down on people. I want to look at myself first before I look at anybody. I don't want to, you know, I, I had to tell my coworker, he was like, who's working today? I said, you know what all I care about in 2021 is? I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I get off at five. I just thought I should let everybody know I get off at five. And I'm here mm-hmm. to do, you know, what they pay me to do. And that's the mind that I want mm-hmm. to come in here with. And I asked the Lord, I don't want to be negative. I want to be your positive. I want people to see you through me. And if it's not through me, don't let me be the problem. Subtracting it. Because we're living in some mm. times now. You know, I heard T.D. Jake says, you always spoke it, says, for so long on our programs, kingdom, kingdom thinking, kingdom prayer. But, you know, he said, how can you teach kingdom thinking to, to a people that has been suppressed for so long, and I'm realizing, mm. you know, I've been praying for so long, please, Lord, unlock my mind, where when I went into the pit of hell, I obtained certain other information that conflicted with my new information, and I want to be set free. But I mm-hmm. see it now going in 2021 more than I ever have. So, like you're saying, you want a word from God so you can go forth. I'm like, I don't want to procrastinate anymore. You have blessed me. Let me see my blessings of what you have truly blessed me with. Let me stop looking at them as being problems or situations. They're blessings. Even my child, mm-hmm. that things are going on with her, I still, for whatever reason. But one thing, amen, let me tell everybody this, because I still got to keep it real with you. I don't care who it is in 2021, even if I can, it came from me. I will not even allow anyone to self-destruct my future with their past. Mm. If mm. the people that I'm around, if you are not walking towards the future of something positive, then I'm sorry. I disconnect yourself from me. I ain't mad. I love you. It was a nice journey, a nice walk together, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. that I don't love people, sis. It's not that I won't keep praying for you. I just realize now I want to look up to where God has taken me. I am sick and tired of looking back at old baggage because people want to keep reminding me of my past. Mm-hmm. If you want that luggage, you can have it. 
take it with you, with your stuff, because on this train that I'm entering, there is no room in cargo for that extra baggage. I know that. So I love everybody. You know what I'm saying, sis? That's where I am. Mm-hmm. So, sis, can we ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Sure. sure. I know that you shared the uh, with the church with Bethany. That's my church too, y'all. I'm claiming it, even though I've been gone 20-something years. But I still love mm-hmm. that church, and I still, in my spirit and my prayers, always support that church, it, 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 uh, our church. But how can we get on the challenge as well for the listeners that are listening? Can we get on that challenge as well, even though it's on the third day? But can we get into that? Tell us how can we, you know, do we do send us a link? How can I want to share with the world now? Because we need, we are going into a rim, you guys. Listen to what I'm ready to say to you. Do anybody realize that we are walking in with a new president? People can be mad all you want to, but we're walking into a first lady. I know everybody's looking at her color, but I'm telling you, look at what who she is. First woman made history ever, vice president. I'm still going to give her her props. People can be mad, say whatever you got to say. But do you know what? We need to celebrate people and stop being so nasty and jealous and envious of people. But we need to start celebrating because the Lord showed me there's going to be new millionaires in this 2021. There's going to be new positions in this 2021. And I plan on being in one of those numbers. I don't know where. I don't care if I'm number 50 as long as I get in. And to see, it's not about the, about the money. But now I'm understanding where God has taken me for so long. Now I'm starting to see the vision of his people and what, who I was always meant to touch because I probably wasn't meant to touch the hierarchies, but I was meant to touch the ones walking in the streets, the homeless, those that feel desperate or deprived, those that have been depressed. See, I was meant to touch them. So I feel good to know that God is going to use me in this 2021 to touch his children so that they can feel the touch of his hand and they can feel his anointing and they can hear his words. And I don't have a problem with it. So tell us how we can get into this prayer challenge because it's much needed in the world today. You know, it is open to everybody. It is not just specifically for KFI, for Kingdom Family International, formerly Bethany. Um, it is open to everybody. My, I've, I, For Christmas, I gave every one of my grandchildren and children the book. It's called Draw the Circle. Um, it's by Mark Batterson and invited every one of them to join in the prayer challenge. There is a Facebook group, um, and it's called KFI 40 day prayer challenge. It's a Facebook group, KFI 40 day prayer challenge. Um, please go, um, Request permission to enter the group. I did it as a private group just because I wanted to make sure that um, we didn't have anybody coming in, you know, with with their – anyway, we, we weren't going to deal with any foolishness because <laughs> this is real for us. So it's the KFI 40-Day Prayer Challenge group. Um, just request to join. And what I've done in the group is because we get together at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 10 p.m. for you East Coast and or each Coast people. But 7 p.m. Pacific time, we do a Zoom call. And on that Zoom call, we discuss um, the day's challenge. Um, the, the book is called Draw the Circle. It's the 40-day prayer challenge, and it was written by Mark Batterson. That's B as in boy, A-T-com, T-com, E-R-S-O-N. Mark Batterson. It's called Draw the Circle, the 40-Day Prayer Challenge. And this is the book that we're using as the basis for um, our study for these 40 days. And each day, um, Pastor Mark gives a new theme. He gives stories to coincide with that theme for that day and scripture. Um, Normally, it's maybe two or three pages at for each day, literally, it's about a 15-minute read every day. But um, we come together at 7 p.m. every night, and we discuss what what stood out to us for that day's study. The whole point and purpose is to build your faith muscle, to build um, your prayer time, to build your specificness um, and strategicness in prayer. So that, you know, like I said, we are believing 
for supernatural things to happen. We're 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 checked out of just the the normal routine, you know, Father, give me good health, Father, you know what I'm saying, bless my family, whatever, whatever, to, oh, wait a minute, I, you told me you would give me the nations. I'm believing you for the nations. We are expanding um, our scope and our realm of how we picture God, to know that in his infinite wisdom, there is nothing that he cannot provide for us. And the key is, is getting in his presence and praying his will. We've talked about this many times on the show. It is, it, as you read the contents of the, the pages for that day, that it would open up something within you, within your mind and within your spirit that you can believe God for more, that you can believe God for greater, that you can believe God for bigger. You know, um, one of the things that we discussed yesterday, it started off with talking about how the earth rotates on its axis, I think it's a thousand times a day. And and we never go to bed at night saying, God, please make sure that the earth doesn't start rotating on its axis. Please make sure that the earth doesn't start stop rotating around the sun. No, it's just a given that this is how it was designed to work, and it's going to work. Well, there are things that we have to have that same kind of faith in with God, but we have to be specific. Just like, like I said, I asked God for a word, a specific word for me for this year. Momentum. Keep it going. I'm decreeing and declaring great things for this year. It's not about naming and claiming. It's about here is what you have spoken to my heart, God. Here is what you have prophetically released over me. So I am going to circle this in prayer. And basically, Pam, you remember this because you were at Bethany when we used to do this. We used to do what we call the circle of war. And when we would form the circle of war, we would put somebody in the middle of the circle. Those of us that was praying for that person would encircle that person. We would join hands, but not facing the person, facing out. And our prayer and our decree was before the enemy could touch that person, they had to come through us. We literally were building the hedge and standing as the guard for that individual, believing God for his move in that person's life. You remember that? Well, let me say something to you. Yes, I do. And the reason why I want to elaborate quickly, because my baby sister's listening right now. She's actually occupied in another meeting, so but she's listening. And I literally just shared that with her in my living room the day of New Year's before it, they said Happy New Year's. And I said, I remember several things that I went through in my life. And what we would do at my church is my, we would call a circle, and they would put us in it. And I said, I have literally seen demons walk out of people and just get people being delivered. I, I heard two things while you were speaking about this prayer. Thank you for sharing it with us. She'll mention it again, you guys, before we get off the show. For those who can't write it down, you know what I'm saying? Um, again, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. This is the year uh, that God is uh, entering us in. Is going to lead many of us to water. It's up to you whether you want to drink it or not. Um, I feel we give my sister and through me and through Christ is going to allow us to feed the flock a lot with words this year on keep it real. Please keep in contact with us because this show is going to go to a different height. The Lord already showed me that. And I'm also speaking, you guys, that this is a year that you can have change on so many different levels if we just trust God. And with all of us praying and all of us on one accord, sis, with this prayer challenge, I heard the walls of Jericho are going to come tumbling down. Yeah. And we need prayer yeah. in our nations right now. We need to get past the little things about ourselves, calling ourselves church people, but we're not godly people. We don't have a relationship with him. We need to call prayer together for, like you're saying, the things that we still have issues with. Now, I don't want to call her. You know what I'm saying? She ain't on that level right now spiritually where she should be, so I can't enter her in. Well, what you don't know is you are the church. 
When God put things inside of you for greatness, you are the church. And if you're not sharing that with the God's children and just sharing it with the people that you feel like you, that we redeem worthy of you, then you're all wrong. You got it all backwards and you got it all twisted. So I'm going to be the one this year because God has put it in me and I have to live a lot of faults, a lot of difficulties just to tell everybody the truth now. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. So, Sis, awesome. I love you. Thank you for sharing that with us. And please share it again before we get off for those who maybe need to write it down again. But when we'll go on with the show, I am talking a lot right now because I have still a joy in me right now. I know that God is getting ready to move. I don't know how. That's not my concern. I just have an excitability in my spirit, sis. Uh, a, a just Wow, time to spend time with him. It's just time to know what he wants for our lives and stop telling him what we want him to do in our Mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. And it's just time out for that. Lord, you know, 2021, you got on your knees for some of y'all, however you did it, went to church or whatever the case may be, and you got on your knees and you was like, Lord, like you say and says, I trust you, my family, my health, my this, my that. And God is saying, well, that's a given. I've already given you that. Mm-hmm. But you serve a God so much more powerful. Why can't you trust me with kingdom thinking? Why can't you trust me to see the promised land in your spirit? Why can't you trust me to clear your mind? Why can't you trust me if I bring that man or if I don't bring that man? Why can't you trust me if I fix that marriage, if I don't fix that marriage? Why can't you trust me? But I'm trusting him to fix things. Because I know he's a God that can. Whatever level it's on. I just want him to use me so I can be used by him because there's no greater, no greater feeling. And to see things differently. And he told me, sis, when your mind changed, everything around you is going to change. So I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. that. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. So real. That's so real. Um, I brought up the circle of war so that people could kind of get a vision of drawing the circle in prayer. Um, this is one of the things that really kind of, when the, when the first time I went through this 40-day prayer challenge that leaped in my spirit about drawing a circle, and that was the image and the vision that immediately came to mind was the circle of war. And, and it's, it's a similar um, connotation as far as drawing the circle around your prayer targets, around the prayers that God is giving you, because you need to circle them and keep to, to, to stand guard over them. That is why it is so important that you're you're getting um, your your targets, your prayer targets directly from the throne of God. And it's funny that you mentioned Jericho because in my notes that I took um, on the first day, one of the questions I had for the people in the challenge is, what is your Jericho you need to circle and see the walls fall down in? What is your Jericho? Jericho seemed to be, in the word of God, this, this fortified city that was in, in um, penetrable. Nobody could penetrate it. Nobody could get to it because of the giant wall around it. And Jericho felt perfectly safe because, hey, you can't get through my walls. And there are things that even we possibly have been believing God for for years or that you know that God spoke and said would be yours and you still haven't seen it come to pass. And in some of these instances, you've wearied in it. But we're coming together in this challenge because there is power in agreement and we are circling these targets that we know come from God. And here's, here's the criteria to know that it is of God, okay? It is that it has to be the will of God and it has to bring glory to God. So whatever it is that we're circling in prayer, whatever our prayer targets are, we have to know that it's the will of God. That's why we have to get it from the throne room of God. It's not just something that we're making up or we're conjuring up or just because it sounds good, we're going to say it and repeat it or what have you. That's why I said this is not about naming and claiming. Okay, any decrees that we are establishing and making during these 40 days is predicated on God 
has given me a word, and I'm going to stand, and I'm going to decree that word. There are multiple words that God has spoken over my life over the years. He's used my pastor to do it. He's used other people to do it, and that has a central theme going through it. So it's like when somebody gives you a word in one state, and you go to another state that's not even connected to the place you just left, and somebody gives you that exact same word, you're going, okay, God, what are you really saying here? Because you know you're hearing from God, okay? And you've heard him in your own prayer closet. This is why it is so important to establish a place in your home or in your car or somewhere where you routinely meet with God. You know, people look at me weird when I'm forever doing shut-ins at, at KFI, but that building, it is just something, it's like, this is the place. This is my altar. This is where I gave my life to the Lord, September 1988, in that building. And that is a place of an altar to me. Just like Abraham, when he left out of um, his homeland, every place that God took him, he built an altar and he worshiped God at that altar. There are altars, there are places where you can just, you can go and you know, you feel and you sense the presence of God whenever you're in that place. And that's what KFI is for me. That's what that building is. It was so funny. We were um, looking at moving at one point in time and pastor was kind of like toying on, okay, so what he was going to do with that particular building, if it was just going to come become a community center, if he was going to tear it down and rebuild something else or whatever. And it was me and one other person, TC. We were looking at each other. We looked at him and he said, what, this come down? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, because there's been so much that has happened within those walls. Now, hear me. I know it's just a building, but it is a place of visitation of God. If you go through the Bible, you can mark this. There are places in the Bible that God repeatedly visited in different generations, in different generations. If you trace it, you'll see he visited Abraham there. He visited Isaac there. He visited Jacob there. He visited Moses there. He visited some different people. He visited Isaiah there. Same place, thousands of years apart. But it was, this, it was a place of visitation. You need a, to establish a place of visitation in your home, okay? I've had a few homes since I got saved, but there's always some place in that house when I get in there that becomes my place of visitation, the place that I can go, I can close the door, I can shut people out, I can shut the cares out, I can shut the world out, and it's me and God. It's me and God. I know, like, so often, like, when I lived in Atlanta, my place of visitation was my car, driving to work every morning. It was like, it would be a 20-minute drive if there was no traffic, but we're talking about Atlanta. So it would take me sometimes an hour to get there. But that was my place of visitation because, guess what? It was just me and the God. It was either I had worship music going, I was listening to an audio book, or it was just me and God praising but it was the spirit of God was free to speak to me because everything else had shut out. So you need to establish that place in your home or your car or wherever it is. Pastor Mark <clears throat> that wrote the book talks about various different places around Washington, D.C. that has become his place of visitation, a place where he goes and he can pray. And he knows that, you know, God is going to meet him there. It's like you have an appointment with God. So it's, excuse me, the prayer challenge is challenging you to establish, to establish this. It's a 40-day prayer challenge, but the 40 days should turn into a habit for you where you establish, I'm going to meet with God every single day, and I'm going to get his heart and his word and his will for that day. And that's what I'm going to stand on for that day. That's what I'm going to proclaim for that day. Yes, I may have plans that I have planned, but if God says, no, I'm interrupting your plan and I'm going to take you a different way, I'm not murmuring, I'm not complaining, I'm not, but God, I got to do X, Y, Z. Don't you think he knows what has to be done? Most of the things that we say has to be done, it's frivolous. No, it doesn't have to be done. It's something you want to do or something that you have established in your busyness that you thought you had to do. 
But if you start your day off with God, if you start your day off listening for his voice, start your day off listening for his guidance and his directive, that's part of the challenge. Lord, I want to hear you. Because if we can comprehend the fact, the word of God, and I say this all the time, and it's because it's ingrained in my spirit, the word of God says that we were created to will and to do of his good pleasure. Your creator created you to will and to do of his good pleasure. And when you get to that place where you recognize that the purpose for which you were created, you weren't, you're not just here by happenstance. It's not just because your mother and your father laid down. We have said this countless of hundreds of times on this show, but it's because it's so real and I want you to get it so deep in your spirit that you recognize it is not about a man and a woman cohabitating or consummating a relationship or coming together that you're here. The reason that you are here is because God said so. And he created you specifically with purpose in mind. God is a strategic God. Everything he does is strategically done. And so because you're here at this appointed time, there's an appointed reason for it. And when you miss the purpose of your existence, when you miss doing what God put you here to do, then you have messed with someone else's. Is that serious? I said this on the first night of the challenge. If God tells you and another person to meet up on a corner at 6 p.m., and that person doesn't know why God told him to be at that corner at 6 p.m., but he had a word in you, or he had a gift in you, or he had something in you for that person, and that person showed up at 6, but you didn't. And you just, hey, had something else to do. <clears throat> so you couldn't figure out why God was telling you to be there at 6. No way, you show up at 6.30. By 6.30, the person is gone. You have missed your opportunity to be a blessing to someone else. And that person has missed what you were supposed to give them. Now, because God is who he is, he got, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got someone else that he will allow to bless that person. But you have missed the reward of the blessing of being used of God to be that blessing in that person's life. You got to understand how important this is. Again, God is a strategic God, and everything he does has purpose behind it. So that's the purpose in the prayer challenge. It's not just, you know, just to say, oh, we're coming together to pray. No, we're coming together to understand to understand who God really is in our lives and what it is that he is calling us to do. I, this is this is from day one. I just want to read you just a quick glimpse of it. It says, if you meet with God, God will make sure you meet the right people at the right time. Do you understand the strategicness of that? It's like he already has established your kingdom connections. We talk about kingdom connections all the time. Here's another little excerpt from day two. This is what I was looking for. It says, God is in the business of strategically positioning us in the right place at the right time, but it is up to us to see and seize those opportunities that are all around us all the time. We are missing. We are missing the opportunities because we have not got in the presence of God and allowed him to direct our path. So I just want to, to encourage you in this new year, 2021, that you would get into the presence of God on a daily basis because, oh, my 
God, the things that he has planned for you. We are so busy looking at the doom and the gloom of the pandemic that we're missing the wonderful moves of God that he is demonstrating in our lives every day. Every time you take a deep breath, do you know how many people right this moment are laid up across the world, not just in America, across the world, on a ventilator right this moment who cannot take a deep breath for themselves? but yet you can. You are opening up your eyes and seeing. There are so many that can't say that. You have the use of your limbs. You can move. There's so many that can't say that. The gift of God, a yea and amen, his desire for you is to bless you, to bring you good things and experience Expect it in. Yes, there's going to be trials and tribulations, but if you focus just on the trial and the tribulation, you miss the blessing of what God did in the midst of it. He's always in the background orchestrating something to your good. Always. And we tend to miss it. it, it it's just, I, let me share this with you. I'm going to share this one scripture with you, and then, Tanya, I, I'm going to let you share your heart. But in what I was talking about, the, the word that God gave me about momentum, I want you to hear this because what I want to make sure is you come in and you take hold of this new year with a fervency that says, you know what, there is nothing and no one that will hold me back from my due season, my appointed time. This is the appointed time that God has called for me because it is my appointed time to stay in his presence, not to get in his presence to allow him to guide me, to direct me, to ensure that I am being used in the purpose for which I was created. I want to read to you Hebrews 12, the first and the third words out of the Amplified. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, Stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith. The first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and set down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trial so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Consider all that Christ endured just to make sure that you were reconciled back into the Father. Why? Because the Father created you to will and to do of his good pleasure. And in the midst of that has anointed and appointed you and gave you power and authority and the keys to the kingdom. You use the keys to unlock the doors. But you don't know which key will work with which door if you're not in the presence of God and hearing from him and allowing him to guide you and to direct you. So I just, I implore you, you I'm sure you can hear the passion in my heart for this new year. It is, it is that, come on, we have got to stop wallowing around in the muck and the mire, allowing man to dictate to us our feelings, okay, and how we are going to transition in life and say, no, 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 you created me, Father. You did it to will and to do of your good pleasure, and I'll be doggone if I'm going to miss the purpose of my creation. I am somebody. I have worth. I have value. Why? Because you created me in your image and in your likeness to do your bidding. And that 
is exactly what I'm going to do in 2021 and with a fervency and a tenaciousness like never before. Posture yourself, people. Position yourself to be used of God, to hear him, to hear his voice daily. He's speaking. Are you listening? Are you listening? And allow him to use you to bring about supernatural change in other people's lives. So how about that? Okay? You want a purpose? Let God use you to orchestrate the supernatural effect of his glory in somebody else's life. How exciting is that? This walk with God is anything but more because he will get the glory. He will get the glory. So go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just like, you know what? This is going to be a year unlike any other. I promise you. I promise you. And it's because I won't allow what has happened and, and what the edicts of man. Man will cause you to be a Man will cause you to shrink back. Right now, there's the, the, the overhanging issue of civil unrest. We got a person right now that is asking people to take to the streets just because he can't accept his law. It's really just that simple. So he is really, he's literally encouraging people to take to the streets and not in prayer. Okay? He did not call for a prayer rally. Note that, all right? But you cannot allow yourself to cower in fear because of who you serve. And your God is much bigger than that. You also can't allow yourself to get wrapped up and tied up in the pettiness of political arenas that are so beneath the kingdom of God and what you've been called to. So, it's just this time, it's time, it's time, it's time that we align us with what God is saying, not what man is saying, not with policy and all of these things, but, Daddy, what are you saying? Because you know what? I'm following you because I, I don't trust neither one of these parties out here, the independents, the progressives, the Democrats, the Republicans, the Green Tea Party. You know, every time you turn this, and I mark my words, there's going to be a new party that's going to evolve from Trumpism. All these parties out there. Okay, well, y'all go have a party by yourself because guess what? My party is going to be in the kingdom of God, and that's who I'm going to follow to the bitter end. To the bitter end. So, anyway, amen. <laughs> go ahead, sis. No, you can. You know what? What's a blessing for 2021? Because I'm realizing who I am and who God called me to be. So everything you're saying is a confirmation. And I believe that God always gives confirmation when he gives you a word. So even in my silence, um, however it is, whoever God used on this show, whether it's you or me, it's not a challenge or any of any matter. I just want the word to get across to people. And I want their soul to savor in 2021. It's enough of allowing the devil to keep our minds on the battlefield and locked up behind things that we cannot change or things that how we think life is supposed to be. You ever ask God how he wants it to be for you? We're so busy because I'm one of those kind of people telling God, now, you know, here's my daily schedule and blah, blah, blah. And I'm I'm putting my whole armor because I want you to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Why he's saying, no, I'm here. You're supposed to be in my life. Mm. And then in return, I'm in your life. And that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so grateful for everything that you're saying. And I pray that you guys are really listening to everything that's being said. We're just excited. And let me be excited for you because I believe in my heart that the closer that we draw to God in prayer, in prayer time, relationships, and just time, whether it's meditating or just savoring and tasting my spirit saying to see that the Lord is good, you'll be blessed this year. Mm -hmm. I believe he's opening up doors. He's setting people free. He's delivering people. However it is, whatever, what you are, because you have a personal relationship with God, your blessing is not my blessing. My blessing ain't your blessing. Don't get mad at the next person if it seems like their blessing is so much bigger because you don't know what they had to go through to get 
to that point. It's just really time to concentrate on self, and that's what I thank God about. So everything you're saying, says I want everybody to know that's just a confirmation because God put the same thing on my heart. And I know she wasn't in the same room when I was praying or vice versa. So heed to the words of the Lord because it's true. When you spend time with him, he's going to show you things you have never seen before. We have turned mm-hmm. against each other. They have tried to divide us, do whatever they can in our lives. But it's up to you whether you choose because there's only one nation under God. And that's right. what you need to concentrate on. So if you concentrate on anything else, you're still lost. And I'm feeling sorry for you, and I'm going to keep praying for you because maybe this may not be your season. But I'll tell you what, it's mine. So I tell people like this all the time, I love you, and I'll be praying for you, please. Don't stand in my way, and I won't stand in yours. But I love you guys. Mm. Since it's almost to the end of the show, you got some closing remarks or statements that you want to speak? Well, just again, um, if you would like to join the 40-Day Prayer Challenge, it's not too late. Go to the Facebook page, um, KFI 40-Day Prayer Challenge. All the information is in there. Um, Oh, and this is what I was going to tell you. So even if you can't make the Zoom sessions every night where we sit and we discuss um, the topics of that day, I post them. I record the sessions, and I post them in the group. I don't post them on my page, but I do post them in the group immediately after the session because I know with people's schedules, like right now I'm in Vegas, so 7 o'clock is prime time for me, but in a couple of weeks I'll be back in Atlanta, and it'll be 10 o'clock at night. I understand that those on the East Coast, you know, maybe you, you can't make it 10 p.m. Maybe you have early class or work or whatever, Um, and so you need to be able to listen to it at a different time. So that's why I record it and I post it so you don't have to miss anything. Order the book. Again, the book is Draw the Circle, the 40-Day Prayer Challenge. It's by Mark Batterson. Um, You can get it on christianbooks.com or you can get it on Amazon. Um, If you're a Prime member like I am with Amazon, I think after Christmas, everybody just about is a with Amazon, um, but you can get it in two days, you know, and you can always catch up. It's just, like I said, each day is probably about somewhere around a 15-minute read, um, and it just, it, I'm telling you, but it, it will help you to explore different aspects of your prayer life, which is really, really an awesome thing. Prayer is, is such a multifaceted You know, it is communication with God first and foremost, but it starts with allowing God to communicate to you and then you decreeing and declaring what thus says the Lord. If you go um, to the, the word of God, to the first time prayer is mentioned, David mentioned it. And when he mentioned it, he came and told God everything that I believe it was Nathan had said to him, Nathaniel, the prophet had said to him, and that's what he brought back to God, quote, unquote, in prayer. So it's like he got the word of God. He got the vision of God, what God said about his household and what he was going to do for him and his family. And when he got that, then he brought that back to God as his petition to stand on before God. God, this is what your prophet said to me. This is what you have spoken about my lineage. And I bring this back to you in agreement with what you have spoken. Is I'm prayer paraphrasing it, but that's exactly what it has. If you will look up the first time the word prayer is mentioned in the Bible, that's what you'll see. It was David bringing back to the father what the father had spoke about him and his household. So I encourage you, this is a new year, new season. Take it by force. The word of God tells you you have the ability. Take it by force. And when I say that, that means you are not going to allow anything, any situation, any circumstance, any devil, demon, imp, okay, to get you off focus, off course. You will not even allow yourself to be taken up and get off course. This will be the year of your due season as long as you think not and believe God for his blessing. And to him be the glory. Sis, we got a minute and 20 seconds. Go ahead and pray us out. Lord, I just want to really thank you for such an awesome program. Thank you again for an opportunity for us all to get together again. 
in one accord. I'm praying for your children right now, Father God, because just like I want good things in my life, I want good things in my brothers and sisters' lives. And I thank you for that, and I can say that truly with an open and a kind heart, Father God. I'm praying for all those that are going through, all those that are feeling any kind of sort of kind of way. But, Lord, allow us, my sister and I, through this ministry, through this platform, to lead your people to the water, Father God, and allow them to drink, and allow them, Father God, to eat and partake of the word, because you said while my sister was speaking, taste and see that the Lord is good. Again, this is a word for someone out there. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to myself. I know that. But taste and see that the Lord is good. I love you guys, and I'm praying blessings in your life for 2021. We love you guys, and until next time, the same time, same. Same God time, same God channel. We give God all the praise, glory, and honor. Thank you, my sister. I love you much. And I happy, love you, beautiful. Blessed, prosperous New Year to you all. I'm going to, and I'm afraid to pray the same to yours and everyone that's listened to our voice. Amen. I love you. Amen. Amen. Love you too. Let's keep it real.